Ladies and gentlemen, from the creator of Sinister Bunny Studios, this is the Metal Brain Podcast. I think it is much easier for people to be musicians today. And here's the reason why I think that. It simply comes down to the internet and social media. And I'll give you a couple of uh, quick good old bullet points as to why I feel this way. And the first one starts with the advent of guitar tabs. Okay. So before the internet, people had to listen to music and uh, slow it down with their record players or tape players or what have you and try to find on the piano with their voice on a guitar, whatever instrument it is, they would have to figure out what notes are being played in the music. Now with internet and tablature, you can uh, specifically pull up songs and find a plethora of forums or videos that have people showing you along with a special notation called tablature, how to play the music on like specifically in my case, guitar. I can't tell you how many songs I learned to play when I first started playing guitar from tabs, looking up tabs online. Now the thing with tabs is they can be very, very wrong in terms of the positioning and whatnot, or just outright the wrong notes because it's a lot of user-generated content. But that is something that was not a thing before the internet. So that makes it very easy to learn and play music and get your ball rolling. Um, And that makes becoming a musician much easier. The other reason why it is much easier to be a musician these days is the advent of just home audio equipment. And uh, I would not be able to do any of the social media stuff that I do now if it weren't for the general term technology, but more specifically, audio technology. And uh, the biggest thing in my world is plugins for guitar. Now being a metal head and a metal guitar player, there is a company called neural DSP that has put out some fucking phenomenal products that have allowed people at home to get great guitar sounds from their computer. And along with that, there are USB audio interfaces that have been invented and created that allow people at home to take their guitar, take the signal that comes from their guitar, plug it into an interface and have that interface talk to their computer through USB that then can be fed to a a plugin from a company like NeuroDSP. And all of a sudden you've got a fucking uh, PV5150 on your computer 
playing through your speakers or your monitors and you sound like a fucking rock star. And there's all sorts of other sounds that you can get. It doesn't have to be metal. You can tweak with all the settings and shit with the plugins like like as if it was an actual amplifier in your in your room. And it's gotten so advanced that now you can even mess with the microphone positioning on the cabinets on your computer. You can move mics around and it mimics how it would actually sound if you were moving a microphone around on a speaker on an actual cabinet in an actual room with an actual guitar and an actual fucking microphone. Like, it's virtual. All you need is a guitar, a cable, a computer, and something that allows them to talk to each other. And those are even getting cheaper and smaller themselves. And that allows people to be recording musicians far easier than 10, 20, 30 years ago where you needed to go to some kind of studio or your one uh, guy in town that you knew that had a home studio, but he was like trying to create an actual professional studio in his home. It was uh, a guy that was like his passion, but you would still go to somebody to record you. Now you can literally just do it at home and you tie that in with social media and you've got a recipe for becoming a successful and crazy fucking musician because now you've got tabs to read how to play music and you've got the amplifiers that mind you can also be used in a silent way where you don't annoy your neighbors that a real amp and cabinet would do if you were cranking that shit to 11 and trying to jam out to some Metallica. You can now, because of plugins, because of audio interfaces, and because of computers, just plug in your fucking headphones. Nobody else has to hear you but yourself. You can jam along with music, you can record your own music, or you can just fucking jam. And nobody else has to hear it. Silent recording has been a blessing for myself, uh, especially since I rent and for a long time, I, I mean, I still rent, I don't own a home, but for the longest time I was in apartments that had a lot of neighbors around. And even though I still did play shit out loud, um, nobody ever really complained, but I definitely know with some of those thin ass walls and those, uh, shitty apartments, people could hear, um, people could most definitely hear the best situation that I had was the first apartment that I got when I moved away to college because it had actual like cement block walls. So that really stopped a lot of my sounds from leaking into my neighbor's apartments. So that was a benefit there, but all the other places after that paper thin walls, they could hear everything. Trust me. They could hear it all. But silent recording solved that issue, solved my neighbors from getting annoyed with me and possibly keying my car, slashing my tires or lighting bags of dog shit in front of my door or complaining to the police like uh, like some people did when I was recording a video for 
the Happy Together metal cover that I made where I was uh, filming myself driving and they thought I was trying to film them. So they called the cops. So that was fun. But not to get tangential. Now you just need plugins and tablature and you could be a social media rock star. Now on top of that, speaking of social media, you can now become a uh, musician on the internet through social media, which allows you to get exposure and you can collaborate with other people, which allows you to become a better musician. It's so easy, especially since everybody has a phone. All you have to do is set it up, hit record, and you're off to the races. And then you post it to Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Rizzle, Instagram, Triller, uh, fucking Vimeo, or uh, Rumble, or whatever it is that people use. Snapchat. Who knows? But it makes things easy for people to become some kind of known musician. Because all you have to do is sit in your room and record yourself playing some music. And there are people that will watch it. Trust me, I know. It's something I've been trying to do for years. And guess what? People do watch it. And uh, social media has made that possible. And so my rise to musician levels has been easier because I've been able to post things where people can see them. I don't have to play on the streets. I don't have to beg uh, bars and venues for me to go play at them for people to hear my music and hopefully buy it. I can just post videos or recordings online. Some of them I can monetize, such as streaming services, where I can get paid for people listening to my music. So the path to being a successful musician is just that much closer and that much easier to achieve. Not that it is easy in any sense to become a full-time social media musician or some kind of variant, but it is easier than without social media. With social media, we're disregarding a phone, which makes it so easy to just record yourself because the cameras on them are honestly really great. The uh, prosumer market for more professional equipment has been ever so much dropping in price. I was able to afford a digital camera that shot 1080p up to 60 frames a second back in 2018-19 that I jumped from using my phone for video to using that camera for video to post on social media. And I was able to afford it off of my shitty three jobs that I had at the time. And it was a pretty nice camera at the time. And it allowed me to make higher quality content to become more of a higher level musician because of the internet, 
because of plugins and computers and interfaces and because of tabs. Fast forward a handful of years down the road, I'm able to afford, afford a better camera that has capabilities to shoot in 4K resolution and does not overheat and is a beast of a camera that is entirely unnecessary, but I wanted it. I was able to afford that. Now, if you tried to get a camera for home that was maybe 4K quality or just HD 10 years ago, it would have probably been like three or four, five, six, seven times more expensive. I dropped, I think, $900 for a camera body for the Sony Alpha 6400 that shoots 4K video and like nice 4K video up to like 100 megabits per second for the bit rate on this video for $900. Now that doesn't include lens or any other equipment built into it. I've I've got sent free stuff. I've bought cheap stuff over the years, obviously. So that's a whole other world, but the path to being more professional was made that much easier. Now, some people might think that, well, I don't have $900 to spend on a camera. I understand. Trust me, I do. I am still what I would consider poor. I just was able to manage my money, save it when I could, and build up to do that. For the longest time, for a hustle I was doing, uh, that social media allowed me to do to be able to afford this better equipment was I would get these companies that would contact me that would want me to shoot a video for their microphone or whatever and send me a free product. I would then, after I fulfill the contract between us, I would sell that equipment because most of the time I didn't need it. There are a few things that I've kept, like lighting equipment that I was sent. I've kept that because that's helpful for making my videos better, and I didn't have anything of that uh, uh, caliber at the time. Some of the best video lights I have right now were sent to me for free. Just kind of is what it is. But I was able to flip some of that stuff that I got for free because it's a bonus. It's like a double whammy bonus. One, it was no cost to me minus maybe some time to make a video, which I didn't care for because I enjoyed making the videos and I was able to sell them for a profit. And so I would put that money away, put some away for like my girlfriend and myself and put some away for better equipment. Nowadays, my money coming in from multiple different streams, um, from people streaming my music on Spotify, Apple Music, and Deezer, and all those fun places, um, people contacting me to try out their platforms and get paid for it, um, affiliate links for like Amazon stuff that I review, 
or just gear that I use and leave a affiliate link for it that people maybe click through and buy. Patreon, which I got to honestly relaunch. Um, working with cool local companies like I do right now. Uh, there's a company called Lock, Lockhart's Authentic, which they make like grooming products like for your hair and your beard. I mean, they've got t-shirts and stuff, different kinds of merch for their brand. And I've been using their hair products to style my hair since high school. And I've recently been able to work with them. Um, and I'm like an affiliate with them now. So anybody that uses my link or my code will get a discount and I will get a percentage. So that's really cool. And all that kind of money coming in from all these different streams, I can either add to my bank account to pay bills or if I don't need to put it in a different place to be able to get some more equipment. I have bought diamond earrings for my girlfriend with money I made from social media stuff. I bought the microphone that I am speaking to you on right now, the Tula microphone with money that I made from social media stuff. So the path to becoming a quote unquote successful musician has been made easier by the cost of prosumer grade products going down. That is a big one because that allows you to increase your quality. Another thing that has allowed uh, people to become musicians much easier these days is, again, on the internet side, YouTube, TikTok, social media again. Not so much on the side of posting to social media, but consuming social media. People can watch YouTube videos on how to play guitar, um, just music theory, guitar theory, or learn a song from somebody on YouTube. I used to do some kind of lesson videos back in the day and plenty of people watched them. You can go on YouTube, search like your favorite song and say how to play. Most likely somebody has made a video showing you how to play that on guitar or piano or trumpet or sing or, or the drums. But that has made learning an instrument so much easier. You don't necessarily have to hire a teacher. You don't have to go take lessons at like guitar center or anything. You can essentially teach yourself. Now I understand you can, uh, only get so far maybe doing that. Some people aren't that great at teaching themselves things. But you essentially have millions of different teachers online that make videos for you to follow. Now, again, it's not as easy as somebody spoon feeding it to you. You kind of have to seek it out. But it's still there. And that makes the path to becoming a better musician much easier. Now, back in like... <clears throat> The 80s and the 90s, they did have VHS tapes and DVDs of famous musicians showing you exercises and how to play this song and that song. But that wasn't as 
accessible. You'd have to go to a store and find that product or order it on, on, on the phone or online, I guess. Now you can just pull up your phone, search on YouTube or Google, find something on it, and bam, you're like ready to go. You're rocking. It's much, much easier. Much, much, much easier. Now, the, the question does come down to, is it easier to be a musician or is it easier to become a successful musician? And I think it's both because with the advent of social media and the internet and the, and the uh, cost of being a content creator, I guess, essentially, being, being so low, you have much more of a saturated world of musicians. So younger kids growing up that are definitely latched to things like TikTok are going to see musicians on there and go, hmm, I can do that and get the courage to do it. And then it makes it easier for people to become a musician because you can also then go, hey, my 10-year-old kid wants to learn guitar I don't know how to um, get them started. Well, you can look up things online about what's a good guitar to get for a starter and then go and order it on, on Amazon or Musician's Friend or Sweetwater or wherever with a couple clicks. And bam, you got someone with, a, with an instrument in hand a couple days later and their path to being a musician has just started and it was most likely a lot easier that way. And then because of all the reasons I've stated so far, their path to becoming a successful quote unquote musician is easier as well. Now, maybe it's hard to wrap your head around what I'm trying to say, or maybe it seems stupid. And maybe I'm just kind of talking nonsense, but I just think that it's great the way that things have worked out for musicians, mostly. There are some things to be said about streaming that are not so great for musicians these days because they don't pay out as much, but it is also a great thing to be able to put your music out on streaming services at a fairly cheap cost like I use a company called DistroKid to distribute my music and that cost me I think $35 a year and that's with an upgraded plan because I have the ability to have two artists that I upload for one is Sinister Bunny Studios where I post all of my Sinister Bunny Studios related music and then I have a blank slate for when I want to do some solo stuff that is not related to Sinister Bunny Studios. So I pay the extra for that and I get some other extra bells and whistles. But the basic package is $20 a year to be able to post unlimited music to everywhere. Like everywhere. Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play. Apple Music, 
iTunes, Deezer, iHeartRadio, TikTok, Instagram. It posts it everywhere for you. And it's really, really easy and simple. You can post albums, singles. You can even do covers. That's an extra cost. That'll cost you an extra $12 per year per cover song because they will also do all the heavy lifting to get you a cover license in order to be able to monetize your cover and post it to streaming services. Now, I recently just released a uh, covers album called Sinister Metal Covers Volume 1 that has 10 of my best metal covers, and now they're all streaming all over the place. And it was really easy. It cost me $35 for the uh, DistroKid account per year. And then it cost me about $120, which may seem expensive, but that's because a big thing that I do is covers. You don't have to do that if you don't do covers. If you do original music, you upload it for free. So essentially, you could get the basic package with DistroKid for 20 bucks a year and have the ability to post unlimited amounts of your music to all the streaming platforms for free. And it would cost you $20 a year. That, to me, sounds pretty fucking easy. And even with that, you can probably find some links like my own uh my own uh, like referral link that gets you like 7% off of uh, your membership when you sign up. So like you would even get a few bucks off of the $20. The path to becoming a musician is much easier and the path to becoming a successful musician is much easier these days because of all of the shit that I've talked about this episode. And whether or not you agree with me is not my problem. These are just my thoughts. And it is 2.30 in the morning, so maybe I'm rambling about nothing. But the point is you're still listening, and I'm still talking. And that's the beauty of podcasts. This has even been made easier for me to do a podcast, which can maybe be another podcast. It's like podcastception. The ability of the internet, the ability of the phone, the ability of the microphone that I have that plugs directly into my phone that I'm recording directly to the Anchor app that will also distribute out the podcast to different places for no cost. I'm able to do that really fucking easy. I'm just sitting at my desk talking into my microphone that is plugged into my cell phone that is also going to be setting up the segments for this podcast in the app. No computer needed. And I can publish that and have people listen to it. It's that fucking simple, people. Like, it's that fucking simple. Now, you don't have to dish out the money, the 200 some odd dollars or whatever it is for the Tula microphone. I didn't pay that much. I did the Indiegogo campaign for it, so I got got it for like 120 bucks or something. You could get a cheap microphone for your phone, like a lapel. They have many, 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 many Chinese products that are cheap. 
that are going to be better than the built-in microphone on your phone. I, for one, recommend the Deity shotgun microphone. I don't remember exactly the model number or model name of it. It's the D4 Mini, Delta 4 Mini by Deity, Delta Echo, uh, India Tango Yellow. It's a great mic, and you can plug it into your phone and talk into that. And it's going to be a million times better than the built-in mic on your phone. And it costs 50 bucks. And there are plenty of ones that are cheaper than that. Or you can just talk directly into your phone. Fuck it. Who cares? You got to start somewhere. It's easy, people. It is easy, 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 easy. Now, the struggle to be successful with it, that's the main struggle. But the ability to get started and grind It's there. It is there. And that is where I'm going to stop. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. It's good to be back and creating these podcasts. I've got a new look on it to be able to do these solo episodes that does not require a guest of any kind and making things simple for myself to do it on a whim so I could talk about cool topics like I am here. Thank you guys for the support and I will see you guys in the next episode. Stay metal, my friends.